Just welcome back to the Bailey Runs podcast. And on today's episode, I had the pleasures of talking to Dane Pinot, who was a professional basketball player in the NBL for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. And in today's episode, I asked Dane a few questions about his NBL career, as well as his career over in college when he played at St. Mary's, as well as getting to know him a little bit better with asking him a few questions outside of basketball. And yeah, we also talked about his dad. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast and yeah, see you in there. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bailey Runs podcast. Today I'm joined with Dane Pinot, who is my first professional basketball player on the podcast. So Dane, would you like to introduce yourself to the viewers and listeners? Yeah, like I said, I'm a professional basketball player. I played for the uh, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix in the NBL. It's my third year with the Phoenix, uh, my fifth year overall in the, in the NBL, the National Basketball League in Australia. So that's me. Uh, so like we were talking before, Dane has had a lot of success outside of basketball and stuff. He's gone to the US and he's did college over there. So how was uh, college over in America? Yeah, college in America was great. Um, it's an experience I'm so happy that I got to be, got to, got to do. I, I played at uh, St. Mary's College in California. So that's about 40 minutes inland from San Francisco. It's, it's a nice spot to be in. And yeah, just the kind of the friendships that I made there and and all the memories that I have, it was, it was an incredible experience. And um, I'm so grateful I got an opportunity to go to some areas and play there. Um, and yeah, luckily enough, we managed to win quite a few games as well. So it was a successful time and, and one I'm very grateful for. Yeah. So looking back at your college career, how was the, like the team? Like you said, you've met a lot of friends and stuff. Do you still talk to any of friends that you met in college? And do you still like talk to them to now, like nowadays? Yeah, definitely. Um, some of my best friends were on those college teams. Uh, Emmett Nye plays for Illawarra uh, in the NBL. He, I talked to him every day. I uh, we went to college together. Jock Landale, another one of my really good friends. Um, he's in the NBA right now. I'm looking forward to when he comes home and I get to see him in his engagement party. Um, but there's a whole bunch of guys there around the, around the league as well. You know, Matt Hodgson, he plays for Perth. He was my he was my uh, like mentor or something like that when I first got there and. Um, there's just a whole bunch of Samaritan guys around that I, I do talk to quite a lot. Uh, Tanner Krebs, I played last night at Brisbane, and it was great to see him again. So, yeah, when you go through the kind of experiences we have in college where it's just nonstop, you know, we're playing all the time, and we're with each other like 24-7 for about nine months of the year. It's, yeah. You get some pretty close bonds with these guys. Yeah, so, like, people that are wanting to go to America and stuff for college, how was your experience? Like you said, you've had a good experience by the sound of things. Like, how was your process going through the final like contract to go to America and St. Like the college you went to? Um, I was, I guess, a little bit lucky where um, St. Mary's is one of the first colleges to recruit me. I was in year 11 at the time and uh, I went over and I played, I played the under 18 nationals in Australia and I played well, um, which is good. And then they were watching that because they liked Aussies. And then I went over to America and I played in a couple of tournaments there uh, and I did well again. So when I was in year 11, they actually offered me a scholarship and it was the first scholarship I'd actually been offered. I had a couple of the schools that were talking to me at the time, but I was still young. I had another year left of school, so it wasn't really that, no one had been that serious. And they offered me and I was so pumped. I went over and I visited. Um, I did, uh, you go on a visit, they fly you out there, you get like two days on campus. They flew me out. I watched the game. They played BYU 
they won and it was like a packed stadium and I thought it was so cool. They all like celebrated after and everything like that. And then I flew home and I committed and I signed the scholarship the next day. So I got to go through all of year 12 knowing exactly what I was going to be doing when I was uh, graduated, which was which made year 12 a lot more relaxing for me. Yeah. So like growing up, I know your dad was a basketball coach and stuff. Did he you know, like inspire you into play basketball, like to where you are now? Like, was it for him you got the opportunities to play basketball when you were younger and to where you are now? Um, yeah, definitely. My dad has had a huge influence on me in my basketball career. Um, I'm really lucky. I've had a dad who's like always been there for me and he's done whatever he can for me. So I've always wanted to be like him when I grow up. And he was a professional basketball player. I didn't really, I don't really remember watching him play because I was a bit, I was too young. He retired pretty early, but I, he, he would always take me to the games, have lots of friends around the teams and that. And, and when I was little, we'd go watch the Tigers play where he played and we'd get to go in the locker room after the game. And it was, I thought it was like the coolest thing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I got into basketball from dad. You know, I wanted to do stuff with him and, and then he helped coach me my whole juniors. And even now, like he messages me before every game and he messages me after every game too, with his little like thoughts and everything. And it's, uh, it's been so helpful to me to have someone who's been through it all before as well. So he, he knows the ups and downs and, and he's, he knows basketball inside out. So he can help me in any part of the game. Um, and it's, it's so lucky to have someone like that. So like in like what age did you get really, really serious into the playing basketball and like you wanted to do that as a career? Um, well, I always played basketball a lot and I loved it, but I never thought it could be a career until I was maybe 16 or so because I wasn't, I was very skinny. I was a late developer. I was never in those state teams. I wasn't even in top teams at my club sometimes. And then, but uh you know, I was playing all the time. When I was growing up, before I was 16, I was playing basketball every day. And I couldn't imagine not playing. Um, yeah. But I didn't think that I was a professional. I was going to be a professional player until it was kind of under 18s where I started to grow and fill out and all that and sort of grow into my body a bit better. And that's when this, all the playing I've been doing started paying off. And um, I made this my first state team and I was top age 18s. So I was uh, turning 17 that year. And then I made the under 20 state team two years in a row after that. So it all started taking off me once I was about 16. And that's when I thought I could make a career out of it. So like looking at your, like, cause you said you made the state teams, do you reckon making a state team gives you like some better performance than you not making a state team? Um, it, it helps. It gives you opportunities. Uh, but it doesn't mean that if you don't make it, it's not the end of the world. Uh, Jock Landau didn't make a state team until he was under 20s. And um, he barely made that one, to be honest. He took off when he was in college. So yeah. there is um, definitely, I mean, Kyle Adam, who I play with at South Coburn Phoenix, he never made a state team. He just worked and worked and, and kept playing and stuck with it. And, and now he's one of the best players in the NBL. So um, it doesn't have to be like right away, but for me, making state teams, it did give me opportunities. And um, so it was really lucky, but it is, it's not the be all and end all. Yeah. So looking back at your state's teams, what was your most memorable experience representing like your, especially like your first state team that you made? How was it making that team and knowing that you, you were good enough to be a part of that team? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Actually, I was, um, yeah, I was pumped. I was so pumped when I made it, but I was more pumped when I was going through the tryout process and I realized I was going to make it. 
before the final cuts because um, I made it quite comfortably in the end as the starter on the team. And that was, um, that was great. But I never like, I remember we went to the nationals and um, like we had a game in front of the, uh, like the AAS coach at the time. He was also doing work with the under 19 Australian team. And like I played kind of well. One of my teammates saying, oh, you played well. You might be in line for that Oz team. And that seemed so far-fetched to me because I'd never even been on a state team. Yeah. Um, but so that was, that was a cool part for me when it, it also, I started realizing like um, where I kind of got to in, in um, all the work I'd put in. And it was nice to be rewarded with the state team. Like that was, it felt like it was like, yeah, I, I feel like I deserved it. Um, it wasn't like I was surprised or shocked when I got there. I was like, yeah, this, is, this feels right. This feels like where I should be at. Yeah, especially when you put all the hard work in and then you don't get the result you want. It's more about focusing on what you can improve on. And like you like you said, you didn't make any state teams younger until you were 17. So like it's cool knowing that like people that are younger, they don't have to make state teams in order to become as good as what you are right now, representing like you represented Australia before. You, you made you're playing NBA with the Southeast Phoenix Melbourne team. So like that's like big, massive achievements. So like. I don't know, like, I feel like it's really cool knowing that, especially for you, how you had your dad supporting you through all this, that you were able to accomplish something. So what do you, like, honestly, do, do you feel like you could do, could have done more growing up or was it, like, more like you had, well, you said you, you're tall now. So were you taller back when you were younger, when you were trying out? Well, no, that's a, that's what sort of happened to me. I, I was when I was younger, I was one of the taller kids, and then I didn't really grow that much until I was a little bit older. Um, so I, I was really skinny, and I wasn't really that tall. I was I was tall in normal sort of world, but in basketball, I wasn't that tall. And then I did grow quite a lot between the ages of fourteen to sixteen. I went up from fifteen to sixteen. Really, was where I had a big growth spurt, and I ended up growing to be now I'm six foot nine. Um, so it did definitely helps being tall. But there's been a lot of tall people who haven't done that well in basketball as well. Yeah. Um, and there was that was a big thing for me, I guess, growing. But also just there's plenty of other guys I saw around me too that didn't grow exactly, but they just um, one unfortunately like people just develop early, like people hit puberty earlier than other other yeah. other other guys. So there's guys who didn't grow as tall as me, but they did develop later, and, and they've had a lot of success too. It's almost like going through the struggle when you're younger of not. You know, being good at everything right away, it helps out almost because it teaches you you've actually got to work hard to get good at stuff rather than things coming naturally to you right away. Yeah. So, like, besides basketball, did you play any other sports growing up or was it just basketball? I did. I tried a lot of sports. I wasn't good at any of them. It made choosing basketball an easy decision. Um, it was the only one I really had really any talent at. I tried footy. I was okay, but not, yeah, not very good um i was i struggled with kicking um i, I was a, i was an okay swimmer uh, i played volleyball for a little bit i did baseball because my dad's american i tried that um i did water polo i i did try quite a few different sports but i was really only good at basketball it was the only one i ever played a lot of yeah well like you said your dad's american do did you grow up in australia yeah i grew up almost uh the whole time in Australia for three years, we lived in New York when I was younger between the ages of five to eight. So yeah. for the rest of the time I've been in Australia. Yeah. So like talking about AFL, cause you said you played it. I know you have a couple friends that play in the AFL. How is it watching them play in the AFL? Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, I love seeing anyone I know like 
I tune into like any sport events where I know people. I just love watching it all and seeing how um, seeing people compete like that. So I mean, I watch a lot of I I do watch a lot of AFL. It's fun seeing guys out there that I know and, and cheering for them and hoping they do well. Um, but yeah, I, I follow a lot of sports um, just because there's I guess when you're in the sporting world, in it's a small it's a small world. I guess is what yeah. I want to say. And there's a lot of people you meet along along the journey, um, and it's cool being able to watch them on TV and see them do their thing. So I do enjoy that a lot. Yeah. Well, what team do you support in the AFL? I go for the Mighty Essendon Bombers. Uh, it's been a struggle for about 20 years now, but that's all right. I love my team. I'm never switching. Fair enough. I'm Richmond. So we've had some success over the last 10 years. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you guys have had a lot of success over the last five or six years. Yeah. Very jealous of that. Well, what can we say? We, we worked hard. <laughs> it's like basketball. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys went through the bad times for even longer than we have right now. So maybe our time will come up soon. Yeah. Well, you guys had that um problem. Oh, when was it? It was, was it 2010 or 2011. Yeah, around then. That was yeah. when we had the peptides issue. Yeah. How did yeah. that affect your support on Essendon? Oh, you know, it was actually... um. I remember the season and we were playing really well. We came out, we looked huge and I was all excited, but then we dropped off that year because we had so many injuries. And then when it all came out, it was all like getting investigated and um, the sanctions were handed down. It was actually when I was in college in America. So I was lucky to miss a lot of it. Like I wasn't in Australia, so I could sort of zone it out and pretend it wasn't happening. And then the season when we had all top up players pretty much, that would have been a lot more of a struggle if I had been in Australia. But luckily, yeah, I was in America, so I could just kind of check results and just be like, oh, well, it's, it is what it is and not get too tied down by it. When I'm in Australia, when I was growing up in, like, high school and even now, like, bombers winning or losing, it affects my whole week. Um, but when I was in America, I could there was enough distractions I could kind of leave it be. Well, fair enough. Well, besides, like you said, you support a lot of teams. What other sports do you support, like, like what teams in other sports? Oh, I just mean like I follow the WNBL a lot because I have a lot of friends there and I have friends all over the NBL. So I watch a lot of the NBL games, um, which is cool. Um, I mean, I, I, I do like following a lot of sports. I love the tennis that was just on recently. That was great to watch. Um, and the AFLW too, I've been watching that as well just because there's a lot of female basketballs there now in the AFLW. Um, but for me, yeah, I definitely would watch um, like the NBA, the NBL, and the AFL the most, but I do tune into a lot of sports. I just, yeah. yeah, I love following it. Yeah, it's good. It's good that you're supporting other teams and other sports besides you being a professional player. And I know you're busy all the time, which is with training and stuff and putting the work in, making sure that your team is good enough to play against the next team you play for. But like, how was this schedule for the NBL being? So I know you've had a lot of a lot of games the last few weeks. Yeah, it's pretty hectic because, like, we went through a stretch where we played one game in about a month and a half almost, maybe a month, because of COVID, games kept getting cancelled all the time. And then we had to cancel a few games ourselves because our team got it. And it was just a brutal, like, it's just, you've got to be really flexible because you don't know, they've changed They changed the team you're going to play all the time. We, we played two games and then we were, like, we were about ready to play the next two, like, the following four days and then they changed our opponents to both of them 
Um, it's, it is a bit difficult at times. Uh, over the last sort of two weeks, we've played six games, I think. Uh, and we had five guys go out with COVID through that time. So it was a struggle um, just to stay all together through it. Uh, we did pretty well, I think, to get out of it three and three uh, with the kind of interruptions that we had. Um, but yeah, it can be difficult. Luckily, we have a little break this week where we have six days off between games, seven days off between games. So good. Um, that'll be nice to sort of regroup and get ourselves set again. Yeah, it's really good. And especially like with, has all the games, like I know in Melbourne especially, is there any, is there any other games like in the NBL playing in any other states? It was just in Melbourne. Is that why there's so many games? Um, there's a lot of games in Melbourne at the minute um, because we have like Perth was here for a bit. Um, we've, we've been getting a quite a few home games, I guess, because there's no real restrictions in Melbourne, I guess. And um other states still do, like Perth has some restrictions. New Zealand have restrictions. We can't get in there at the minute. So those teams have been in Melbourne a little bit lately. Um, but we should be, it should be pretty even now. Um, it should go back. To, once Perth opens up, it'll go back to kind of normal and we'll have to play. We'll probably have to play a few more road games on the back end of the year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, besides you, you said you played five years in the NBL. How was it playing at Sydney Kings? It was, it was good experience for me. You know, it was a lot of learning. I didn't play very much in my two years. Um, I got stuck behind Andrew Bogut uh, the second year, so it was always going to be tough to play too much there. Um, but it was good. It was it was a good introduction to professional basketball. And I was lucky that uh, Andrew Gaze was the coach and I knew him growing up because he played with my dad. So he helped me out a lot just with, you know, making, sure, making me feel comfortable. Um, it made it a bit easier that I had a familiar face in the first environment that I went to. Yeah. Or well, you know how Andrew Gay is a part of the uh, AFL and stuff? How's it watching him, like, as your, as your friend of your dad's, how's it watching him be on a show? And Yeah, it's funny. I think he does, a, to be honest, I think he does a great job. Um, he's always done really well in the media. He's my favourite. Always, he and Pete Hawley are my two favourite uh, NBL commentators. Yeah. Um, so it, it's funny watching him, like, when he's, especially when they're, like, making him do like silly pranks and stuff like that on the bounce or whatever it is that he's on. And that, that, that is funny to watch, I guess, but um, he does such a good job. It yeah. doesn't feel, doesn't feel that weird at all. Yeah. I watched his, uh, the bounce highlights last year and uh, like near the end of last year. Oh, it was the funniest thing. He went off. Oh, <laughs> he just, he just uh, started yelling and, um, oh, he was the other host. Um, there's him and this, Another host that's the main guy in it. Jason Dunstall? Yeah, him. He was just, he was telling Andrew Gaze to stop doing what he's doing. He ends up getting a tech. Like, it's a fun game, basketball. And especially with, like, the um, the other team that uh, Andrew Gaze coached in that when he had a go at him. It was the women's. You know how you had some of the women's a NBL players playing in AFL? Yeah. They were in that as well. It was, like, a funny, it was funny to watch. Yeah. I bet. I'm sure it would have been good entertainment. Yeah. Or like, beside you, we were talking like literally just before the call about the uh, NBA. Um, how is it watching the Patty Mills and three point contest as we, you were talking before? Yeah, it's good. I hope he. I don't know what the result is. I hope that he won it. Um, Patty's a legend. He's absolute Australian basketball hero. So I'll, I'll, I'll cheer for Patty no matter what he's doing. Yeah, he's a great, great guy and yeah. an amazing basketball player. Yeah. 
Would you ever want to meet him? I know that would be a cool experience. I've met him a few times because he went to St. Mary's. So yeah. that's how I know he's such a good guy too. It's definitely, there's no act about it at all. He's just a great dude. So um, I was lucky enough that I've met him a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just not not like, not too personal, but um, yeah, I've, I've definitely met him and he is, he's great. He's a great guy. Yeah. Or we're talking, you know how they've got the uh, AFL, te- the NBA teams, the uh, All-Star Week. If you were one of the captains, what team would you pick? For the NBA All-Star Week, I'd pick LeBron first. Um, yeah. Definitely. And then the other, I would definitely want Giannis on my team too because he just plays so hard in the All-Star game. And then after that, they're all good. It doesn't matter. I would just want those two first. He scored 50 points last week. He did? Oh, Giannis. Giannis. Yeah, he scored like 50 points, 14 rebounds. He was off that game. It's hard yeah. to guard someone like that. He's just so dominant in the sport. So no, he's a freak athletically. Yeah. Would you, if you had the opportunity to play against him, would you? Definitely. I would love to play against him. I mean, I don't care if he scores me. It's just cool to tell people I played against him. So yeah. that'd be great. Definitely. Or well, talking about your year representing Australia, how was it playing in that tournament with the Australian team? Um, yeah, it was cool. I've played a few times, different levels. I played an under-18 Australian team for the Albert Schweitzer tournament, yeah. which was good. Um, that was my first time representing Australia, and that was something that meant a lot to me. And then I got to represent the under-19 Australian team at the World Championships um, in 2013. And that was an amazing experience, just so cool to represent um, your country on a world stage. And it, even though it's only under 19s, it just means like you're standing, you listen to the anthem. It's like, God, I'm out here. Everyone else who's watching here that feels like this, they're watching like Australians. They're not just watching me. So I got to represent Australians really well. I got to go out and play really hard because that's what I think people in Australia would want to see. Yeah. And um, so that was a really cool experience. It was just like every game you think, like, oh, I gotta, I've got to work hard here. It's got to be good because I'm representing green and gold. Yeah. And that was amazing. I got to play one other time uh, with a sort of Australia B-side kind of thing when we were doing some qualification stuff for a FIBA yeah. tournament. And um, that, was, that was pretty cool. I would definitely um, say that I preferred the under-19 experience more. It just meant a lot more to me. Yeah. And the, uh, the other, there's the, there's qualification games. I mean, yeah. it's great that I have had the honor to put on the green and gold again, but it was a bit of a different environment. A bit yeah. more relaxed. Or I think in one of your photos, you you got to play with Josh Giddy, didn't you? I did get to play with Josh. Yeah. How was it yeah. playing against him? Because I know he's doing really well in the NBA right now. Yeah, Josh is actually funny. His dad. And my dad are really close and I've known Josh his whole life. So I remember watching him when he was under 12s and I just thought he was so impressive because he was running around like on between his legs and all this. And this guy's, he's going to be really good. Um, And he was kind of a little bit like I was saying before, he's a little bit of a late developer. He grew late um, and he didn't, I I don't know if he missed the under 16 state team or no, maybe he did. I think he, maybe he did. Um, He was in the under 18 team twice, but he did develop a little bit later and God, he's so fucking good at basketball. Um, he is just really impressive and I'm so happy for him. He deserves every bit of it. Yeah. Um, it's just great to watch. I check his stats every game he plays. It's the one guy where 
every time like I, I every time I go, I, I open up the ESPN app each day, see if the Thunder played, see how Josh did. Yeah. I'm just just so happy for him to be doing so well. Yeah. Well, I saw him play in the NBL once and he played quite well. How did you get to play against him in the NBL? I didn't get to play one game against him, unfortunately, just because of injuries. And yeah, he did well again. He's just a smart basketball player. He doesn't he doesn't need to do anything crazy. Um, he does do some very impressive stuff, but he's just the the way he plays the game is patient, he's smart, and he just he just he's a very efficient player too. He's, um, the way he goes about it is is I think the right way to play basketball. So when we played him, I think he did score on me one time. Um, but I think he had like three or four assists as well while I was on the floor, just moving the ball really well, rebounding yeah. at the same time too. So yeah, yeah, it's cool to see. Yeah, well, he's quite tall, isn't he? He's like six seven, or so maybe. Yeah. Even, yeah, I think he's about six seven. He is a tall guy, maybe six eight. Yeah. Or talking about basketball shoes, what is your go-to basketball shoe? Um, I don't really have a go-to basketball shoe. I'm wearing Nikes at the minute, um, but yeah, I mix it, chop and change a lot. I was wearing Zion's, their Jordan brand before. Yeah. Those broke for me, unfortunately. And before that, I was wearing some old Steph Curry shoes. So I just mix it up whenever yeah. I can get my hands on, really. Have you tried Pumas yet? Because I know Carl's got a sponsorship with them. I wish I get some Pumas, but they don't go up to my size. It's uh, really annoying. So yeah, hopefully I'll make some bigger shoes soon. Yeah. How big is your foot? Uh, well, I wear 15s and Puma goes up to 14. Oh, that's annoying. Mm. Like Nike, yeah, like Nike shoe. What's the sh- Nike shoe you're wearing right now? I don't even. I couldn't even tell you. It's not a. It's not a signature shoe of a player. It's just uh, one of their basketball shoes. It's it's pretty cool, but I can't really describe it any more than that. <laughs> yeah, and like looking like outside of basketball and stuff. What do you do outside of the sport of basketball? Uh, I do some study at uni. I am um, doing a course at the minute, financial technology course. So. That keeps me busy. Um, and then other than that, I just, yeah, I see my friends and do the normal everyday stuff everyone else does, I guess, with their free time. Yeah. Or how long have you been um, studying at uni for? Uh, well, I've got a degree from college and then I've just really recently started this new course about six months ago now. Yeah, it's good. So what course did you do in college? I did, um, I got a bachelor in finance. Okay. So really into the finance and stuff. Yeah, I enjoy it. That's the, I've always been good sort of with numbers, I guess. And um, I find the finance numbers in particular interesting. Yeah. Or were you very smart in high school? I'm assuming you quite were. By the um, yeah, I guess I did. All right. But I had really smart friends that helped me out a lot. Um, I, so that was a good thing for me is being surrounded by really smart people. Yeah. That helped bring me up sort of close to their level yeah or looking back at like your kits and stuff that you've gotten over the years from basketball and stuff what would your be your top tier kit top tier kit um i mean obviously the looney tunes south is and phoenix jersey that's that's my favorite it's the number one seller that we have um got marvin the martian on it that's pretty cool yeah um but the ones that i have saved is that Oz jersey I have a jersey saved from college. Um, I have an old Melbourne Tigers jersey saved from when I played there as a junior. Yeah. And an old Sydney Kings jersey that I liked, like the Heritage or the City version or something like that. I like that one too. Yeah. 
would you frame any of the jerseys? Because I reckon that's a good goal to have, like have them all framed and just look back at your your time playing with them. Yeah, I don't have that because I don't have anywhere to put them. Um, it'd be nice to be able to have the money to afford a room where I can hang up my framed jerseys, but um, I don't think I, I don't see myself doing that. It's nice to have them in a box and yeah. maybe when I'm older and maybe when I'm a dad, I can, my kids can play with my old jerseys like I did with my dad's. Um, yeah. But other than that, I don't think I'd be framing them. No, that's right. So, like, over the years, you've gotten a lot of kits and stuff and shoes, I'm assuming, for back in high school and stuff. What was your, like, I know you said you don't really look at the shoe rooms and stuff, but, like, what was your go-to shoe playing basketball back in high school? Um, I'm not sure. I, 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 I wore LeBron's one year. I really liked that. But I didn't, I never, I've never really had a go-to shoe. I'm sorry. I just never ever got into it like that. I just, yeah, we'd go, we'd get, sometimes I get some shoes for free for some people and I just wear whatever. Yeah. Or looking back, as you said, um, the game I went to, you came back from an injury. How long were you out for that injury? Um, I've been, I was injured for a long time. I had a bit of a tough run. Um, I came back from the COVID pandemic and I tore my calf in 2020. I tore my calf. And then, um, so I was out for sort of two months of that. And then I um, trained for a little bit and then I got a prolapsed disc in my back. Uh, the fluid leaked out of the disc and was touching a nerve that uh, went down my leg. Yeah. Uh, took about six months to recover from that. Uh, so that was, that was tough. And then I came back again and I tore the meniscus in my knee. Um, and that took a little while. I also had to get surgery on my wrist. It was it was all in all a long time between playing. Uh, it was about eighteen months I had off playing games, so it was a bit yeah. of a struggle. How was that mentally? Like, how was that mentally struggling for you? Because I know uh, you did those injuries. It was, it was tough. It was tough just because it's frustrating to not be able to do the things you want to do. I guess. Um, and obviously, that's an obvious thing to say. But like, just even like walking around the house was painful. It's just. I'll be walking up down the stairs and I just it would be it would be painful and it's just frustrating. You know, you just want to be able to like move like you used to be able to that you never thought you'd have to take for granted, you know, just walking around the house um pain free. But there I was just wishing I could just do that. And that was that was a bit of a drag. And it was a long time between training on the court with the guys. And you, you do feel like you're not really part of the team when you're not on the court with them. And during COVID as well, there was a lot of long road trips where I was just home there on the road for like five, six games at a time. So it was hard to feel like part of the team. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot you can do apart from just kind of keep going and getting better. Yeah. Or like, did you go, like, how was the um, process of getting back into, like getting the strength to play basketball again after all those injuries? Um, Yeah, it is a really long process because I was out for so long, my muscles... And it was, especially with my back, I couldn't really lift weights. Um, so it's, it's still a process I'm going through now, just building my strength back up to where it used to be. Uh, it's, yeah, it's been a long time. And when you're out for that long a stretch, it was about, so it was about maybe like, it was over a year of being actually injured in a row. Um, it is, it does take a while to get all of your strength back all over your body and everything. Um, there's a lot of, um rehab you have to do and 
it's a very slow process to start low weights and build yourself up. Um, and that's, I'm still doing it now. I feel like I was still a lot stronger two years ago, but hopefully I can get back there soon. Hopefully, because I watched your game and you looked pretty good. You were limping a little bit, but that's because of your knee and stuff from injury and stuff. But like, besides that, I thought you played amazing. That game that I went to, you won that game and you said you won the game yesterday as well. So yeah. It's good to see you back out there because I know you were out for so long, especially with Phoenix. You had to go through so much rehab and it's just, it's cool to see how those injuries haven't mentally impacted you and your performance and where you are right now. So mm -hmm. I feel like you're doing a great job in getting back and being a part of the team again. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, like I went to the game and I was like, oh, please put Dane on. Because I saw you, I saw you warm up. I was like, get him on. Because he, he hasn't played for so long. And I was just waiting and waiting. And they finally put you on. You were on for like two minutes and they took you off again. And then you went back on and played <laughs> the like two quarters. So that was good. How was it playing back? Yeah. How was it playing again? Like that first game last week. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was great. Um, it was, it's great to be, I just love being out there and I love when, um, like being part of the team, especially winning or losing. It's just, it's, an, it's the best feeling when you get back to the locker room after and you just, you're either, you're either celebrating win or you sitting around complaining about the refs or something when you lose. And that's the kind of part of, part of sport I love the most. So getting to be a part of the games is, is the best for me. That's, that's why I play. So. Yeah, it was definitely good to be around with it again. Yeah. How was the crowd playing? How's it playing with the crowd? Yeah, crowd is, uh, I mean, I love the Phoenix fans. They've been so supportive, especially as a new club. It's just been so cool to see all the people that come out every week. Um, and the crowd makes a huge difference in games. Just when you're winning, you know, they keep you going. When you're losing, they, they bring you back into games. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a cool thing to have the crowd there supporting us like they do. Yeah. Or well, how does like training, how is your training like leading into games? How is your training leading into like high, like very competitive games that you're trying to say you're trying to make a final? Does your training change or does it get like not as hard leading into it? Um, they do taper and make sure that we have our bodies right, um, especially for the big games, making sure we're not too tired physically going into them. That's good. It's really good. Like nutrition-wise, what's your go-to meal before a game? Um, I just make a chicken sandwich. Get, get a roast chicken and put a bit of avocado and spinach, mayonnaise. That's perfect for me. Yeah. Well, especially like with um, basketball, especially, how is it looking at some of the players you've played with and you've met over the years playing basketball? How is it knowing that they've made the NBA and you're like, oh, I know them? How is, it, how is that feeling? Um, it's cool. I mean, I'm always happy for guys when they do well like that. You can usually tell when um, guys are kind of a level above as well. So, no, it's great. I'm, I'm, I love seeing guys do well that I know. It's just a cool thing. Um, and in every case, every guy I know that's made the NBAs just worked incredibly hard. And you don't get there without deserving it. So it's always yeah. cool to see guys work hard and, and then that hard work pays off for them. Yeah. Or I know Lamelli Ball played in the NBL for a little bit. Did you ever get the chance to talk to him or play against him? Because I know you were injured and stuff, but did you ever get the opportunity to No, I was healthy that season. So I, I did play against him. Uh, he's, he's very talented. Um, the, I met him one time after a game as well. He's, he's a good guy. He's a normal guy. Um, just a young kid. He was like 18. And 
Yeah, he's a good dude. Everyone at Illawarra liked him too. He's just he's funny. He's good to be around. Yeah. Well, talking about all the people you've met, if you had five people to have like a dinner or that you had the opportunity to go to dinner with five people, who would you pick? Um, LeBron. Um, maybe Barack Obama. Yeah. Um, The Rock. Um, who else? Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought too much about this question. Uh, but I guess maybe well, I'd like to meet Grace Tame. She seems pretty interesting. Yeah. Got really good ideas. Um, and fifth and final. Um, I'm not sure. That's I can't right. think of anyone right now. That's right. You're going to hate this next question. Um, what would you talk to them about? Or especially if you talk to one of them personally, what would you talk to them about? Uh, I just talked to The Rock about what his weights program is, how I get to beat him. Uh, and LeBron, I just, want to, I just want to talk about all these games he's had. So yeah. many different moments I'd love to chat about. Yeah. Looking back when you were younger, did you watch, what players did you look up to when you were growing up? Uh, it always depended just sort of what age I was. When I was little, I loved Shaq because he was just so big. Um, and then uh, growing up a little bit older, I, I started to love LeBron. Yeah. Um, and then Dirk Nowitzki as well. I always thought he was, he was pretty incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a few people that I looked up to, I guess, but it just changed all the time. Yeah. Or like, did you have a specific team that you supported in the NBA when you were growing up? Or was it just like random? Ah, uh, random. I would switch it up all the time. I like just following the players. Yeah, that's fair enough. Because like nowadays, a lot of people are just following the players, which is fair enough. Because you've got so many competitive players, which is like... They, really change, they change teams a lot too. Yeah. Especially I know a lot of LeBron fans, once he left Cleveland, a lot of them went to... Um, no, he went to Miami. Then a lot of Miami hands went back to Cleveland with him. And then a lot of them are now supporting Lakers because he plays there now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, did you – what was, like, your first jersey you got given as a kid? Uh, I think I got a Shaq jersey. How was that – how was that um, – how was it knowing that you got a jersey with his name on it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved it. It was – I wore it all the time. Um, but, yeah, my dad loved Shaq as well, so that was good. Um, I've got a I've got a run pretty soon, um, so yeah. this has been a it's been a great time. Um, I've loved doing this podcast with you, uh, but unfortunately, I'm gonna have to run pretty soon, Bailey. That's right. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, keep keep doing what you're doing. I love what you're doing. I can't wait to watch one of your games coming up. So thanks for coming on again, and I'll see you in the next one. No worries. Thank you, Bailey.